0: (laughs) You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk
1: through the door and play our devious little game?
0: Welcome one and all to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm Miles.
1: And I'm Mars. And this is our Sisyphean music recommendation challenge, except that it's not, uh, it's not really. This one's a bit different. <laughs> this one, you know, this one's a bit different. And like, we, we've taken the last couple of weeks off. Although really, like, I think, in terms of our regular schedule like that actually accounted for like one episode loss maybe two yeah it depends on how you count it mm. but i we've been stressed out and about you know the state of things and uh figuring out how to help in the best ways that we can in our own ways and it it felt an appropriate time to like circle around and get back to the podcast and and focus in and like what is important but you know still trying to do our a regular show to at least some extent. Yeah. So uh this this episode uh were as you might have gathered from the title, well first off, let's just fucking be very explicit here. Uh Black Lives fucking Matter. And the police are a occupying army. Uh, Police reformity will never work because the modern police are just a, quote unquote, reformed version of uh, slave patrols. Mm -hmm. Uh, So really, systematically, not much has changed in the last 400 years in the United States. Just because
0: something has a new coat of paint
1: doesn't mean it isn't the same thing. Right. And uh, these really like, you know, we are deep, deep for police and prison abolition. Absolutely.
0: Uh, I know that obviously a lot of this is focusing in America, but seeing uh, things that are happening where I live in Australia and seeing things all over the world in support of Black Lives Matter and in support of standing up for- Police abolition and reform, uh, and actually like calling attention to these issues has been incredible. Uh, this is like one of the largest social movements, uh, in Earth history that I can think of. Uh, we are living it at the moment. And that is very, it's a big thing to think about. It is, yeah. you know, like when people talk about like, we can't imagine the scale of the size of the sun because that's not like in magnitudes that we can, really absorb that may be how a lot of people feel about what's happening right now because this is a lot of social change after seeing a lot of injustice and it's valid if you feel a bit overwhelmed uh but i hope that also you see you know uh you have people around you to support you and that you don't let that stop you from uh continuing to say what you believe in
1: yeah and also just being humble and listening to yeah a lot of listening at the moment yeah, a lot of listening, listening to, uh, black voices, listening to, uh, I think especially like listening to black women and especially talking about, uh, uh, trans issues going on. Um, uh, and like, fuck, like trans people, like black trans people are being targeted, like genuinely, like it's, yeah. we're, I don't, I don't want to get into like deeply, like sad territory in this, like, but it's it's just important to acknowledge that like there's a lot of shit going on.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge that, and even like you know we're gonna try not to like talk out of turn. Obviously, like we aren't black people. Um, we like, it, but it is like also very factual that like especially queer black people are primarily targeted by police. Uh, especially trans women, it is a horrible epidemic.
1: Yeah, but on on the bright side. Genuinely, people are turning the fuck out.
0: It has been, can I say, as someone that has been considered to have – I don't like the word radical because it has weird weird connotations – but someone that, like, believes in, like, socialism and, like, you know, abolishing a lot of these, like, institutions that are very bad. And there's a lot of literature that supports this. Um, uh, It's really been fantastic to see people that are, like, everyday folks – that actually support these like revolutionary ideas and like seeing like uh, places where people have gone like full socialist camps and are like, you know, come get your food. If you're hungry, share if you can, like all is one in the community. That's been
1: incredible. It's incredibly radical. Uh, And like, we're going to, we're going to be talking about this the whole episode pretty much. Yeah. So we should probably just like get into it. Yeah. Uh. So we're uh we're gonna kind of go back to like a classic art ghost sort of vibe, season one sort of thing, but not not quite. Just in the fact that we're bringing two songs each, mm-hmm. and we're not doing the wheel of discord this episode. It is satisfied for now. <laughs> we don't right. need it this week. Not not this week, but uh, it you know it'll it'll be back next episode. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a re, genuinely, there's a reason why we stopped bringing two episodes or two, two songs an episode. Uh, because that shit gets exhausting.
0: Yes. Like, there is that, I can't remember where it comes from. And I'm sure someone, someone lovely, uh, will say in the Discord or on Twitter or something where it actually came from because I, don't have memory, uh, but there is like an old curse of like, uh, "May you live in interesting times," and we sure are living in interesting
1: times. Uh, we sure are. Everything I think that's happening. <laughs> I I wish shit didn't have to get to this point. But if there wasn't, if shit didn't start happening and people didn't start getting out into the streets, shit just would have been the same forever. Yeah and it's this was a long time coming it was a long time coming and it uh, it just it just everything every it just it's it sucks but it's like bittersweet yeah because like really serious good change is coming um and like i'm trying not to speak about specific events because like shit gets dated real fast
0: yeah and especially for our podcast like we don't like it, it, there's going to be a few days in between us recording and and you know publishing it at least that like right. we don't like generally speak about like today's news this
1: happened but you know although fucking like shit's shit's moving shit's moving so fast and it's not slowing down or stopping yeah but like the media doesn't want to cover it because well because they're all mostly bought out by <laughs> Right-wing news agencies? Yeah, I mean, like, as a journalism student, it's either,
0: like, you are part of a news company that you have sources and, and things that you have to write an article about, or you're an independent person that might get, like, you know, turned down by some publication places, or you might be putting yourself at risk by publishing those things. And for yeah. those people, I congratulate them on continuing to do the good work that they're doing. Um, I know that journalism can and should get a lot of bad news and, and and, and you know, uh, reception from people. I'm very glad for those people that actually have the right information that they're putting out there.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's a tricky situation, too, because, like, like well, f- like, if you're a reporter, if, like, oftentimes what you're reporting is just, like... Word of mouth, what the cop told you. Yeah. Because deviating from that is getting yourself in hot water. Yeah. And that's a shitty, unfortunate position that capitalism puts somebody under. Because you gotta keep a roof over your head and you gotta hold down a job. But also, like, y- I guarantee a lot of reporters who report on things know that they're not reporting accurately. But they're also just scared. And that's a real tricky place to be in. It is a real hard thing to navigate. But the other thing about it is that it's actually best to not actively film protests and uh shit. Because cops do track down people that they see in videos. Yes.
0: Actually, on that I wanted to say real
1: dangerous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Reykjavik, uh, from College Humor. Um, or, uh, R E K H A underscore S on Instagram, uh, is offering, uh, uh, she's collected a bunch of editors that work, uh, in California and they will edit your footage from protest to block protest, f- uh, protesters' faces for free. Um, oh, so that you can, uh, spread videos without, uh, the risk of, uh, uh exposing people. So if That's you terrible. have important footage to show, then please go check out Raker on, uh, Instagram. And yeah. she has like her email and everything up. So all good. That is
1: rad. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's f- right. It's yeah. just uh, fucking, it's so, it's everything is so fucking tricky. And so, but yeah. like, like, like the people who are like boots on the ground leading the movement, like they are, they know what's going on. They know how to organize and how to keep shit moving and like the right things are happening in a lot of ways in a lot of places. Yeah. We've we need to get into it. We fully do. We're going to get into our songs. Just uh yeah. and we're going to keep talking
0: about this obviously through this episode because this episode is about this um Black Lives fucking Matter and it's really nice to hear people say that. <laughs> it's really nice. Black Lives have always mattered it's a lot of people been lying to themselves about it (laughs) a lot of people lie and say that they don't the fucking
1: system is literally built like just to incarcerate and murder black people and that is so deeply deeply upsetting
0: and we both believe that
1: we shouldn't have that system anymore no that system should be uh completely dismo- demolished and rep- honestly I I don't know if it'll happen really but I think that there is a genuine possibility that by the end of this the uh, the United States of America doesn't functionally exist anymore and it turns into something else
0: I, hope so. I think
1: that there is I think there's a very f- real possibility of that
0: Yeah and because, I think like this God does damn. to
1: waves, uh,
0: but this is a big fucking wave. Like even if it recedes a bit, it's gonna keep coming.
1: There's no plug in the hole. No, there's no fucking way. The waters, the waters gonna keep, the waters gonna keep flowing.
0: Just because you're putting a few rocks in the busted
1: dam wall doesn't <laughs> mean it's gonna stop. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, ve- it's very helpful that police morale is so low that they're just. Dropping. The
0: only good news I've seen from police is people quitting.
1: A hundred percent. It's so funny. It's so funny seeing like there (laughs) I've seen like posts from like private message boards that people have screenshotted of um from like right wing message boards. And there was one uh that I saw very recently, but I've seen others like it that uh was from a fucking turf message board. (laughs) And it was, and it was saying, why can't we recruit, the title was, why can't we recruit any more people? Are we losing? (laughs) you all been losing. (laughs) Y'all been fucking losing. losing.
0: How did you not realize that, you you. stupid, oh my god. Also, I mean, fucking, (laughs) (laughs) P.S. Happy Pride Month. (laughs) This isn't really about- Oh, happy Wrath Month. This is fucking Wrath
1: Month, guys. We're fucking,
0: keep the anger going.
1: Hey, uh I I'm forcing us to keep moving with the episode. Yeah, yeah. We're here. Um I'm I'm going to uh we didn't really discuss who's going first. I say fuck it. I'm gonna flip a coin. Oh sure. I have a I have a coin in my hand. I'm gonna see if I can get that fucking good coin ADR. Oh
0: thank god. That tink.
1: Yeah, let's let's see if I can get it. I've I'm not good at flipping coins, but let's go. Uh fucking call it. Heads. Okay. Oh god, that was so bad. You <laughs> fucking boofed it, bud. I mean, look, I I flipped it, I fully flipped it, it landed in my hand. That wasn't the problem. You punch your mic. <laughs> the problem the problem was that I hit my windscreen. Oh, okay. Uh anyway, um it's tails, so I guess I'm going okay. first. Okay. So no head. <laughs> Smash his phone. <laughs> god damn it. Everyone always everyone always be referencing that vine to me. It's a good vine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um so my first song that I want to talk about today yeah. uh, is – I'm fucking genuinely surprised at myself. Ooh. I'm super-duper surprised that I've never brought a No Name song to this show.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: No Name is legitimately, like like, the smartest rapper in the industry fully, just in terms of her, like – her writing and her delivery and uh fucking her performance and the way that her music Mm -hmm. is produced like it's so well thought out and so purposeful and like she doesn't have a massive selection of music out there there's like two two albums and a couple of singles or something like that um but that's I think it's just because she is so deliberate in her music, and um, she's she's genuinely like a fantastic artist. All right. And the song that I'm bringing today is uh, the last song off of her album, Room Twenty Five, uh, which is uh, called Black Exploitation. Right. The first thing that I want to uh, say with this song, straight up, this song. Is not for or directed at me or people like me at all Mm -hmm. fully. And uh, there's a lot of stuff in this song that, like, I can't really comment on because it's so very specific to not only the black experience, but also, like, the experience of a black woman and also her specific experience. And, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of layers to it that, like, I'm definitely not qualified to talk about. And it's also, like, you know, No Name is a very, like, politically active and politically savvy artist, but, like, a lot of her music is, like, mostly, like, focused on, like, love and tragedy as, like, the two themes that I think are most <laughs> prominent in her music. Very Shakespearean. But, like, you know, she also has has fully the range to just make a whole-ass song uh, about, like – it's not even, like – it's not even fair to say political because the idea that the existence of black people or the continued health and safety of their lives would be a political issue is disgusting because yeah. they're just fucking people, yo. But, like, you know, she I – mean, let's just fucking listen to it. I'm excited it's, to listen to this. It's a sort of th- thing of, like, you hear it, you get it. Uh, without further ado, let's give the song a little listen. It's not a matter of Thank you. You'll miss everybody's business. Uh, yeah. Anti political, mythical in the picture. Your nigga just moved to Wicker. Your mammy
0: stay on the south side. She paid to clean her house, power. Pine saw, baby. She just grew up lady. She that naked
1: bitch in videos. A drunk club lady. Immortalize all 80s. I mean, she real, real nasty. Get the hot sauce in her purse. and so she be real, real blacky. Just like a Hillary Clinton. Who masqueraded the system? Who chicken bone? Watermelon traded hoodie for hipster. Infatuated the menstrual. When we cool, they cool. We die as cool.
0: They super fly indigenous. The hop to the moon. We brought the movie tub.
1: So So uh, what did you think of the song?:
0: uh, So I am uh, much more f- familiar with our black exploitation in terms of like film, uh, uh, the film genre of sort of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is such a fucking interesting. sounds great. By the way, like her voice incredible, the beat fucking slaps. It is such yeah. like an interesting narrative and I can trace every bit of it. And I can see like it is I, I imagine like if you listen to this, there is no way you can misinterpret anything that she is saying. It is so on the dot. It is a fantastic song. This is just a very fantastic song.
1: Yeah, this 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 song is like it's very like like again, like I was saying, it's like very purposeful. Like I think it it does a good job of, like, highlighting how complicated it is and how layered white supremacy is of – and this song isn't, like, a 100% about white supremacy. It's about a lot of things, like, how confusing and anxiety-inducing it can be to be it, – how it can be to be a black person in America and, like – trying to do the right thing, but also like trying to still exist within the system that is f- just built to grind you through. Like it's again, like I, it's more complicated than I feel comfortable really comp commenting on because like, again, this song, it's not, I can listen to it and enjoy it, but it's not for me. And. <sighs> there are so many intersections in this song. It is so
0: layered. I And like the first thing that like really like hit me like uh, during the song was like in like verse one, because you know, it's a great song is that uh, eating Chick-fil-A in the shadows that tastes like hypocrite line uh, because it, it, it really like mm-hmm. in a simple way shows like, that thing in your brain where like and, and like in your life where like if, even if you know that like a corporation is shitty because all corporations are shitty and there's no ethical consumption under capitalism but you don't have enough to like get something d- different like of like of course like you don't want to eat a chick-fil-a because they're fucking weird culty homophobes but like if you can't get anything else like what are you gonna do or just like You unfortunately still really like that food, even like, and it's like you have to have like have that disconnect in your brain. And I thought that was really interesting. Everything in this song is so fucking mm, the like write a think piece and a rap song, the New Age Covenant, like, and the whole like it's just there's so many layers. And again, like we're not qualified to talk about it, but like it is really like just that like you know trying to just be your own person and all these stereotypes
1: on you and like just trying to be a human being. But also, like, acknowledging that, like, there isn't really any such thing as being, like, mm. anti-political. There is no being ap- apolitical, like... Yeah. I don't think you can be apolitical, like, just generally, but also, like, when you are the victim of oppression. Because, mm. like, the way the system works is those in power, uh government and, like, just corporate officials want white people to consider themselves apolitical and to not think about things and they want to hide away the uh the struggles of black people and queer people and women and the intersection between those groups you know it's not just about black people it's about all people of color and it's about uh, you know obviously it's about indigenous people as well you can't just apply your understanding of the struggles of one group of people to the struggles of another group of people.
0: Yeah, it's all intersectional.
1: Right. Exactly. Of like these things lay on top of each other and lay on top of each other in different ways for different people. And there are like things that you have to be considerate of, but also like the, the system. That you are in doesn't want you to think about things in that way and wants to hide things away from you and wants to create a sense of us versus them so that they can continue to scapegoat and subjugate the working class and just keep pushing for profit for the same 10 dudes.
0: Yeah, when they can like point at a different group and say – well, what about them? Like, why don't you like, you know, they have a better than you or they've been oppressing you. Then like, go dog pile on them and ignore us, the actual like arbiters of your like oppression. And they do it like they don't. The moment that we all realize that we are so much more interconnected than we are, like when we talk about intersectional feminism, it is helpful to imagine like, venn diagram like circles of you overlapping with a lot of things and the moment that we realize that we're all like a big fucking chain of circles (laughs) like is the is the moment where we can all go hey i i can like my empathy is gonna override my fear in this moment
1: yeah it's there's always learning to do for sure never stop learning never stop learning and like i think that's that's the important thing is like staying just, just staying fucking humble
0: as much as like your first instinct may be to be stubborn because no one likes being wrong <laughs> no one likes being like oh i'm the asshole here but it's important to be like yeah y- you need to just push that initial like oh, fuck you away and actually listen and go hey i thank you for telling me this <laughs> like it is always worth it to listen and and to get different perspectives that's why i in mean, like there's a bigger issue with like dog piling and like call outs and stuff on the internet that's a very separate thing but like being able to listen to other people and be like you no know, you know this is like where i'm coming from my perspective and like my background and my like different intersections and you could be like okay that's really interesting thank you for telling me that like i didn't know that about you yeah and it's just always worth it to listen and learn yeah
1: and like yeah. And, and no name herself is actually a, a good example of that. Uh, I, I learned this recently. Um, but her stage name originally had the G slur in it. Mm-hmm. And then people told her like, Hey, guess what? That's a slur actually. And she straight up just took it out of her name and was like, okay, if it's a slur and it caused people hurt, then I don't want it to yeah. represent me. Uh, and it's like, it's like shit, like that, that makes me really like like respect what she has to say, and also just just fucking listen to, yeah. no, just fucking listen to them. No Honestly, Name. this is just yeah at both her both her music and what she has to say as a person. Yeah. I feel like also I, I was gonna say this before. I have big uh uh Kele vibes for me,
0: at least from this song, which I also I oh, love. Like, yeah, enjoy there's, that. there's 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 um, some of that. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, that's uh that's uh it would be irresponsible to keep talking about this song no. because we had so many yeah, great more to song. keep going through. Um, so yeah. Hi. Miles. <laughs> Hi, so what is your first song? So uh when
0: you said no no, I fully <laughs> like turned my head to the invisible camera in the corner of my room. Did you Did you also bring a no-name song? No, I've never heard a no-name song, uh, at least not to my knowledge. But the person I'm bringing, I was like going through their Twitter like, oh, I wonder what they've been up to just like five minutes into recording. I was like, wonder what they're up to. And there are like five tweets from (laughs) (laughs) no-name.
1: They've retweeted.
0: I was like, what kind of, what kind of kismet? Ugh, so funny. Uh, And so the person that I'm bringing is the one, the only, the iconic, the incredible Janelle Monet, of course. Why on earth wouldn't I? How dare I not? Uh, And the song that I'm bringing (laughs) is (laughs) Hell You Told About
1: uh, from the album The Electric Lady. Uh, I've actually gone back and listened to a lot of Electric Lady. I I, um, really, like, I love Janelle Monet's music. I also like as as a as a person like her music tends to lean on the on the very horny side yeah. which is great because um you know having uh that sort of like sexuality in music as a as a public stance is uh is very good and very uh helpful and and uh, seeing for a lot of people and that's great uh but it does as for me <laughs> yeah does tend to to make me like eh, a little yeah, uncomfy very understandable but it's not a thing and her music is in fact yeah. dope as hell uh, but now i haven't really gone back to listen to her a lot of her, her stuff uh um uh, dirty computer was my first album of hers actually
0: really oh, Yeah. hell yeah i i've definitely i'm a big fan of um uh afrofuturism as a genre um and i i always enjoy consuming content from that and so like i for, I think like I first heard a song from them in like 2014 or something, maybe, because they had like a like tightrope was really big. Like there were a couple like pretty big hits, and because like their albums fell into the like genre of Afrofuturism, I was always interested in like pursuing listening to them.
1: Well, let's, let's do fucking, it. Let's fucking dive in. Let's fucking dive in. Let's get at it. We've been recording for 40 minutes. We're irresponsible adults. We sure are.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: All, right, let's do it. Stand up the school cuz you want to go- So, so, what did you think? I mean, it's fucking jamming. It's fucking jamming. Truly. I mean, like, Janelle Monáe, Janelle wow. Janelle <laughs> Like, fully said it, 100% correct. Went in for a double take. <laughs> and then for some reason went for a double take, and my tongue just like, was like, hey, hey, do you want to be like... Do you want me to, like, trip out of your mouth and fall down some stairs? It's mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. I can't st- I yeah. can't stop you. <laughs> uh, Janelle Monáe will always, always be able to produce a bop. Just, like, Truly. pump out a bop. Mm-hmm. But, like, not only that, but just, like, it's the kind of song, like, No Name's Music is this, like, you listen to it and then you immediately, like, kind of, yeah. like, get it. And because she's, like, very, like, deliberate in her delivery and Janelle Monáe is also deliberate in her delivery and it's like very beautiful um but like her style is this like this is the kind of song that you want to listen to over and over again and then as you listen to it you're just like you just hear the lyrics more and more and you're like yeah. oh yeah like you you gain more from it the more you listen to which I to
0: think it. is like an interesting metaphor for what the song is talking about in my opinion uh because it is a song that is about like like, growing up in an American ghetto, like, what happens, like, the exposure to, like, people who do drugs because they gotta, because they wanna, uh, people that do sex work and stuff, the good times, like, dancing with your friends, and the effects of police brutality on your community. Uh, and it is that, like, insidious thing where, like, as each verse goes, you're like, you know, oh, there's, like, interesting characters being bought up, there's, like, the struggles that you have to go through. And then it's like, oh, you're laughing together right when the shooting comes, and like it, it hits you uh in very sudden and unexpected ways. And it's it's that fucking, I think it's Taz fucking Adventure Zone thing of like not all exits are made equal. Sometimes they're just clumsy, and shit just happens. And it's and I I really wanted to bring the song, and I don't think it's as like overtly political as Nobody's song. Uh, which is why I'm like, oh, I'm going second. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mine's not yeah. as good. Pull,
1: pull, but- <laughs> pulling out a, a Taz reference in the middle of this is, yeah, let, me just, I know. let me just say, wild. <laughs> I know. Listen. Fine.
0: <laughs> uh, but also, like, I, I I was trying to find, like, an, a good song that, like, I thought was, like, I didn't want to have, like, the most grim, dark song to bring. Oh, no. I, I But I wanted no. a song that's, like, important And I think that this is an important story to hear about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, that is, like, really the thing, is that, like, black art isn't just about struggle. And the songs that we're bringing today might all relate to black struggle. But, I mean, we've been doing the show for a while, and we have had no trouble bringing songs by black artists that are not about struggle. yeah. I mean, that, that's why I like made the point of like, no names music is deep and emotional and like is more than just tragedy. Yeah. And like, it's, it's the same with like, I mean, shit, it's the, it's, it's a, art is just a way to like view into somebody's soul. Like that is, that is at least one way of looking at art. Mm -hmm. And there is so much like life and spark and joy in black people's lives that they have to make for themselves so often and it can get taken away in an instant for nothing.
0: Yeah, it is a devastating reality. But yeah, I I think this song highlights and and again like like this is a song that was like released in like 2013, so it's not about like what's happening right now, you know. Um, but to show that, like, violence is never isolated in its incident, like, this isn't a song about, like, a kid doing a crime and then having brutality done to him. It's like people living their lives and all of a sudden brutality happens to a young kid. Um, it is, like, and that's the reality. Like, it isn't like, oh, all of a sudden we are seeing, like people getting hurt and police not caring about the lives of civilians. It happens every day. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, all of a sudden, like we're coming out of quarantine and police have gotten a fucking itchy trigger finger. They've been bad mm-hmm. for as long as they've been. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this is a song that like really illustrates that and goes like, this is the reality that people have to live with is, like, teaching your kids, like, to be careful when going out and to teach them, like, what to say to cops, And it's a horrifying reality. And I think it's something that we really need to
1: talk about more,
0: is that you shouldn't be scared of people that are supposed to be keeping you safe.
1: I've even uh, heard stories of black parents being scared to let their kids hang out with white kids not out of some bullshit, quote unquote, reverse racism, which is a, which is a, by the way, I mean, that's a, that's a talking point that hasn't been really relevant in like four years. <laughs> reverse racist really shut the fuck up, huh? <laughs> hey, Post Malone, shut your ass off. Post Malone, I, I, I will hit you with a shovel and it's just gonna happen. Stink ass. But I've heard stories of, of, um, people being scared to let their kids hang out with white kids because, if a white kid does something stupid with his friends and gets caught, like, you know, maybe spends one night in a jail cell, if net that, or gets, or, yeah. or gets, you know, a warning or whatever, gets a call to the parents. But if a black kid is with them while it happens, it's extremely likely. That they will get charged way harder and have to serve multiple years in prison for the same crime that a white kid that they are friends with got a slap on the wrist for. Yeah. The amount of like, of like possession of marijuana arrests. Oh, for the love of God. Like, just anybody who is in prison for, I mean, prison should just be abolished in general, but just like, anyone who is in prison but before we get there anyone who is in prison for drug charges like 90 99% of them do not deserve to be there and the 1% doesn't deserve as hard of treatment as they're getting yeah seriously we don't need prisons we don't need to like locking people away and threatening them with isolation is not how to make them not do like like what's the like the quote-unquote logic is oh if they sit in a box they'll remember that crime is bad
0: like how does that train of logic like if you really sit down and think about it i know that like it like when you grow up with like concepts like that you just kind of go well that's the way things are and it won't change as an institution but truly if you sit down and think about it What do you think they're learning? I've been to a prison before, uh, on a like sociology psychology class. We like talked to, um, a couple inmates, but going into that space, it was the like, it is the hardest thing to describe because you just feel gray. You just feel it settle down on you. And I stood there and I thought, if this was the period of time where mentally ill people got locked up like this, I wouldn't have lived for very long mm-hmm. because this is a space where nothing good happens yeah They're, like on and honestly like the levels of imprisonment like there is like people who shouldn't be locked up with like the world's worst people like there are just like you know oh i'm sorry you like uh you had drugs on you well now you're gonna spend time with like some of like, you know, people who have assaulted and stuff. Like, that's, you can't
1: liken those things. Oh, you, you got, you bought weed from your white friend once. Well, hope. Oh, you had a single joint. <laughs> hope, hope you like uh, 20 years in a box. Also, your white friend now owns a dispensary. It is bizarre. Uh it makes me so angry. It's it's And here's here's the thing. Can I I I'm not bringing this God. song, but I do want to uh, talk about it briefly. Mm. The song Fuck the Police is the greatest tragedy of the last couple of years in the music industry. Uh last like couple Honestly, decades. yeah Because here here's why. Because the takeaway that popular culture took away from that song and the way that song influenced culture was that black people hate cops because they want to commit more crimes. Mm-hmm. That is not the position that NWA was trying to get across. Nope. They were trying to talk about systemic oppression, how getting into crime is often the only way to break out of- the terrible financial situations that you are you find yourself in if you uh, are are black and if you are in those neighborhoods and how the police are cracking down on people who are just trying to live a better life and it's an angry song but it's it's anger that is fully justified
0: yeah wouldn't you be angry <laughs>
1: like- you, yeah and the takeaway from that song was like oh you know rappers just want to be thugs and commit crimes and then white rappers came on the scene and they were like we we're gonna be thugs like it's not like you've you've completely you've completely missed the point yeah and it's it's just it's just a bummer that like that song like it got big and could have Genuinely affected popular culture in a positive way of like pointing people towards like issues. And then white media co opted it and yeah. uh, flipped the messaging to mm-hmm. fucking undermine the fucking voices. Like it's, it's, it's a tragedy.
0: <laughs> yeah. We are getting like, we are very. Like, we are fired up about this topic, and frankly, I don't like people who aren't (laughs) fired up about this. Yeah. Um, So, sorry if we go off on, like, tangents and stuff. We are trying to reel it in, trust me, because there is a house full of middle-aged white women that are sort of having a party in my kitchen right now,
1: so. (laughs) It's like- (laughs) need to grab it. We're- (sighs) You gotta care about this. You gotta care about- I'm not gonna fucking apologize.
0: As it, like, people, like, and when I see Australians that are like, well, and Canadians especially, like, that are like, well, we, we're we totally cool. We don't experience uh, that kind of racism. <laughs> hey, guess what? My I don't know if you know this, Mars, but my fucking prime minister said that slavery never happened in Australia the other day. He said that slavery never happened here to the indigenous population. And my mum and my, my stepdad and I saw that and we were like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? The 400 years of like, quote unquote indentured servitude. Like it's just slavery from top to bottom. And he was like, oh, that never happened here because what he's thinking of is like different models of like uh systematic slavery, like over like different places in the world. And it's like, how dare you say that to the struggling indigenous population in this country? And when anyone says like, well, we don't have black people here, so why are we going to talk about Black Lives Matter? When in fact we do, and it is just as important here as it is everywhere else. And I've been getting very fired up about this. Also because I hung up signs that said Black Lives Matter and they got t- like taken down in like 24 hours. So cool.
1: Slavery never went away in the United States, and it didn't go away in a lot of places. It's just prison. It's just prison. Prison is institutionalized slavery. It's just the modern the modern evolution of slavery. It didn't go away. It's still here.
0: I'm so glad that people are fucking talking about this
1: <sighs> and and legal precedent as a as a systematic tool is a form of oppression mm-hmm. because the policies that were created in the past were created by people who could not understand modern issues and in fact were trying to hold back like hold back shit from becoming more modern yeah and trying to uphold things just because some old dead fuck said it 150 years ago is just enforced oppression on modern populations yeah shit's fucked (sighs)
0: shit is fucked
1: the moment that people
0: decided to use prison labor to create things for like the military for, like what system how could you justify it like, capitalism and this is so
1: entwined it is just horrible like that's that's the thing is that like these protests like are Like, just another step in pulling out nail after nail of this broken-ass system. And, like, as – like, honestly, as police are disbanding across the country and it's going to keep happening, we are going to start to see – police are the war dogs of capitalism. Mm -hmm. And that – like – the reason why governments and corporations are so determined to make people, to like try and get people to forget about the protests and to forget about all this and just trying to go back to normal, which like is, n- was never going to work because normal hasn't existed in a long time. Yeah. No one has felt normal in like three years.
0: It, it's genuinely like, Looking at the timeline is scary how things declined, like, in leadership. And it hasn't been
1: good, but it went, like, full, like, vertical line bad. And, like, saying that it's only been three years is incredibly dismissive because it's been 400 years. But, yeah, you, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Hey, uh <laughs> I got another song for you. <laughs> Do we want to talk about resources? Um, do we want to do that now, or do we want to do that at the end?
0: Oh, we could do it at the end,
1: actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hell, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song time, song
1: time. Song time. Clap, clap, clap. I've got uh, a, a song that is that was made extremely recently and is very directly, uh, uh, directly tied to the modern protests. Yeah. Uh, and it is Find a Way – by Duckworth featuring Alex Molly and Radio Ali.
0: Hell yes.
1: This is an extremely, it's just as a song, it's incredibly smooth and fun and like light and bouncy, but is also like lyrically very like serious, but very hopeful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a nice song and we're going to listen to it. Are you ready? No, no fucking, no fucking uh, prologue to this one. Let's just go. (laughs) I am ready. Let's give the song a little fucking listen. Super good, I feel cool Speeding through like growing my haiku Dancing in the mirror, see i like you Surfing on bounce, tough blue on my shoes Give me ears, I'm Rowdy, awake the
0: zombies Land of the sun where the children's song sing Rage in the air, I need peace of mind, please Breathe in the light, keep my demons round me It's all a part of the plan I tough, I fight, I pick up my friends I put in time, I water my plans I elephant chan, cross nebulous sand I solid, I flow, I
1: dream I, I high self esteem I, I fly, I, I search I I'm running my way. So. So. What did you think? It was really nice. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: I'm, kind of, I'm kind of crying a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I definitely, like, when I first heard it, I, like, I did for, for, for sure cry. And then, like, even listening to it now, I'm like, yeah, kind of, <laughs> like, shit. Especially, I feel like, I feel it especially in Radio Ali's verse at the end. But like the whole thing, oh, Jesus. Um, uh, this, uh, this song was, uh, released on, uh, May 29th. Mm, okay. Right, right at the, like, n- right at the start of the protests. And, uh, it is a message to specifically those initial protesters. Like, in, in, you know, very important to remember this protest. Uh, is being led by black voices from black communities. Mm. And this song is, I feel specifically targeted at those people of like trying to like about picking each other up and staying aware and staying hopeful and fighting, fighting with all your heart, but doing it with love because, because you're doing it because you love yourself and the people around you and because you feel the the greatest and most pure empathy and it's i don't know it's just it's just beautiful it's a straight up a beautiful song
0: i think it really like it it really exemplifies that like we aren't doing this just for us we are doing it forever and and this is going to be important forever I'm like, of course, we have to find a way.
1: There's this part near the sort of middle end of Radio Ali's verse that just. Uh, it's all part of the plan. I tough, I fight, I big up my friends, I put in my time, I water my plants, I elephant chant, cross nebulous sand, I solid, I flow, I dream, I high self esteem. Uh, it's just real people are fighting. Real people who really, really believe more than anything in themselves and their community. And I think it's like, it's so important to remind yourself that you're worth it. Yeah. It puts me in mind of, um, the time that the, that the NYPD before the process started went on a big strike to prove that they were Important and crime rates went drastically down. It's like, yeah, people are what's important. People are inherently like trying to just live their best, kindest, most hopeful life. And it is outside systemic influence that turns people against each other. And it is this moment to remember. That when we strip away all of that, it is – the people still remain.
0: We need to do what's best for the people. We need to do what's best for the living and for the future. You should never – like, when you start valuing corporations or brands or institutions before you value human lives of just people, that's when you need to step back and reassess. And, and a lot of people in the face of, I would say COVID-19 as well, there was a lot of environmental racism and, and, and stuff Mm -hmm. like, you know, we are the poison, like people shouldn't continue on like that sort of radical stance of like, we shall die out and that isn't the solution and it never will be because people are as much as we are awful sometimes to each other, we are stubborn and we don't think, and We have things to reassess about ourselves. We're always worth it. It is always worth it to listen and be kind and just keep fucking pushing. Because some people won't respond to that because some people are shitheads and you just got to keep pushing. And when you can't and you have that emotional like labor and you just can't keep doing it, we need more people just doing it while you can recover and more people that are educated and can just keep pushing and to be a platform so that people actually fucking listen to the things that need to be heard by the people that should be saying it. People are always worth it. It is always in your best interest to be kind.
1: Yeah. <sighs> this is this is a fucking great song. This is an extremely- It's a really good extremely song. Extremely good song.
0: It's a really fucking good song. Oh, I hate that you keep going first. Son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> Duckworth is wild because, like, his, like- albums i don't tend to Good vibe name, with great name his albums i don't tend to mm-hmm. vibe with super hard but then he will just like drop a single or collaborate on a song with some people and it will just like completely blow me away i don't know
0: yeah but yeah
1: the people that uh he has on this track fantastic
0: that like the the bridging um is it a bridge or a chorus? Who knows? Music isn't M- real. Music is not real. Music um, <laughs> isn't real. I just, I found it really powerful because of how sweet it sounded.
1: Also, I love little like um, incidental like vocal things in the background. Yeah. I love that just like there's somebody in the background just like making like little vocal flourishes with the music occasionally and and you know, mm-hmm. uh, doing this like rhythmic chanting at parts. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love when the voice, uh, clears their throat a couple of times because mm-hmm. it's a great song for the music, but also like, it's like, yes, th- we're paying attention. Yeah. Uh, God, what a great song. Mm. Um, all right, Miles, <laughs> uh, close us out, would you?
0: Uh, I have a bit of a classic one. I did – listen, I did my songs – I should have reordered my songs because this is a bit – again, your songs are a bit more impactful than mine, but I think this is a nice song, so I'm happy to bring it, and I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, And the song that I'm bringing is I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel To Be Free by Nina Simone.
1: Ah, that is a fucking classic.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is, I believe from the sixties. I want to say sixties. Yeah. And I feel like I would be, you know, I think it would be wrong to not bring such like a classic person that like has done so much for black music and black history as, as, as Nina Simone is. Like, yeah. I mean, it's what a fucking
1: woman. It's incredibly like there are a lot of black icons throughout history who fully get forgotten yeah because history books just well i mean they're written by white supremacists so Mm. i am so this this is only slightly related i'm so mad that i only learned recently That photos of the civil rights movement were originally taken in color and then just processed black and white in history books to make it seem like it was a really long time ago.
0: Yeah, I also just learned about that. And I thought, like, and, like, of course, (laughs) like, what a tactic.
1: Like, honestly, like, if I had thought about it and, like, oh, yeah, I've seen, like, color photos of, like, Richard Nixon and shit. Like, if I had thought about it, it would have been like, oh, yeah, this is obvious. but. I didn't think about it and it just, it just, like when I learned about it, I was like, God damn it. There's like, I, there's nothing, there's nothing from my fucking school history classes that I can actually trust. Yeah. Not that I was like super tied to those fucking history classes, but it's just like people, like people are getting taught misinformation or straight up lies all the time in school. And it's yeah. fucking wild and disgusting. Which, like, even in, like, a big way, a little bit
0: of an aside before we listen to this, like, is why, like, abolishing police and prisons and redistributing, like, resources can help get, like, better education, better sources of information. Like, we'd actually be learning things
1: that are true. What a concept. Like, like to the point... This is a definite aside. To the point (laughs) where... Like, the only reason that I learned about the Japanese internment camps in school is because there was a substitute teacher who went rogue. Honestly, goals. Like- (laughs) Like, truly goals. It's- uh... It's important to know,
0: and it's crazy that some things- And, like, obviously, like, the big thing is that, like, people talk about is, like, why didn't we get taught about, like, just adult things like taxes and, like- how credit cards were like very basic things you should know as an adult and just don't get taught to you in like basic classes but like that's another one is like major historical events that like we should be talking more about well because the and shouldn't be regimented to like you know different subjects in like university and stuff well
1: because because school the school system especially in america is designed to produce a subservient working class yeah and Anyone who is oppressed by that system is automatically going to be less likely to quietly fall into that subservient role. So they don't get the same opportunities because if they did, then they might spread information that could fucking like make people realize that it's all fucking bullshit from a young age. Like, yeah. the way his American history is taught in schools, and I thought it was ridiculous that I was getting retaught U.S. history over and over again in elementary school through high school. But the story that they told was always the same. And the story that American uh, schools tell of U.S. history is slavery happened, but then Lincoln solved it. Fast forward, the civil rights movement happened, but it wasn't a big deal. Racism doesn't exist. Yeah, no more racism. Like, that's that's how, like, they genuinely skip over gigantic chunks of time and then are like, yes, everything was fine until some nasty uh, uh, racists who don't represent us really uh, put some signs on water fountains. I would have
0: never done that. It really is that thing of, like, if I were back in the 1930s, I would never allow, like, I if I was a German, I would never allow, like, the Nazi party to do stuff like that. Or I would never allow segregation. Well, guess what? When you try to stand neutrally in the face of injustice, you're doing that. Inaction is as bad as
1: doing, like, negative actions. Like... It, The Nazi party was so successful in Germany at the time because anti-Semiticism was, like, so popular and so pushed at the time that that it created a false dichotomy where even people who didn't – who lived in Germany who didn't believe in the, like, policies of the Nazi party were still, like, had the hesitation of, like – seeing the Jewish people as being a similar evil. Yeah. And that tactic of creating a false dichotomy is something that continues uh today by fascist leadership, including the one in America right now, and the one that has been sitting in America for, let me check again, 400 years. <laughs> and- Nazi Germany was inspired by America.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, by American eugenics, by what people did to Puerto Rican people and what they did to Mexican people. They're at like, oh my God. I, I talked about it a little bit with, um, when, when we did protest songs with Palante by Jerez for the Riff Yeah. Another great song for, extremely could have bought, good but, you song. Know, she's Puerto Rican, not black. But like, she talks about like, yeah, like forced, um,
1: sterilization. What is
0: it? Sterilization, yeah. yeah, and like, yeah, and then they looked at that and they were like, "Oh, that's working really well. Let's do that." Then America likes to pretend that they were the good guys the whole time, and they had no idea when it's never a, it's, it's never an isolated American problem.
1: American history books will never mention how popular the eugenics movement was. They will never mention yeah, or it. how anti Semitic America was and is is is
0: continues to be. <laughs> There's a great video on anti-Semitism by uh, Oliver Thorne, otherwise known as Philosophy Tube. If anyone wants to check that out, fuck me.
1: I, I watched that recently. Uh, it's it's an extremely good video. Hey, we should probably listen to the song. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to the song. <laughs> it's not just this moment. It's it's not just this moment. Mm. This is the culmination. This moment and all moments after it are the culmination of-, of Hundreds of years of oppression. It sure is. Let's listen to the song. (laughs) To the song. I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart. Remove all the bars that keep us apart. I wish you could know what it means. To be me Then you'd see And agree That every man Should be free So So What'd you think? I Nina Simone's voice Is so Goddamn Beautiful Yeah And This song Is Is like It's a representation Of so much pain And yeah. You can feel it And her voice is – you can feel it in her voice, and you can feel that she's pushing through to make it a performance. And it's – it just – Nina Simone's songs and work are incredibly important, were incredibly important, continue to be incredibly important. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, deeply unfortunate, how easy it is to relate the situation as it stands right now to the situation that she talks about in this song. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's why
0: I wanted to bring it. It is. uh, Yeah. First of all, like I could listen to Nina Simone until the day I died, her voice. And like Tracy Chapman, like having a deep, beautiful voice like that is always so refreshing and wonderful to hear. Um, and she, I think it's like so wonderful. Um, to To look at like how music can influence civil rights movements and how like you like I see like a lot of the times like you know musicians won't talk out about issues and people are like well they don't have to and I guess if they don't have to but if you can use your platform for good I think you absolutely should <laughs> that's my personal opinion Uh and the way that like Nina Simone was just so So staunchly in support of the uh, civil rights movement, like of 1964, and how almost 60 years later, that is something that we can relate to and we can see is terrifying. Uh, At the very least, it, you know, stuff changed and stuff happened, and and we can at least have hope in that. But yeah, the way that she sings on this song. Again, love, <laughs> love a long title. Love a long title with Simone. Um, it does speak to, like, she was born in the 30s and, like, her whole life fought for the ability for black people to go to the venue she was singing at to be just seen as people. And for her to be such a fantastic activist and fantastic singer, just what, what a person. Yeah. Truly
1: just what a person. Nina Simone is fucking legendary, full stop. Yeah. There's so much Black history, and it's so important to do research. Like, the intersection between culture and movement has always been, like, so, so closely tied together. And it's the reason why fascism, like, one of the first things – that a fascist government will do as it's insatiating itself is defund art projects or try and buy the voices that are being oppressed to spit out the talking points that they want. Yeah. And I think, I think the most important thing about what's going on right now is we have to spread awareness about fascist tactics. We have to have an active conversation. We have to continue to fight and continue to learn and continue to grow and be humble and be understanding and be kind and work together to build a better future because black people are not just history. They're the fucking future and The work of Nina Simone and, I mean, fucking so many activists and fighters and people throughout history, like, their contributions to the movement, as slow and generational as it has been, matters. And it continues to matter, and- acknowledging it and celebrating it and supporting it past present and future is the only way that we move forward. Yeah. When
0: you know they've started to say things like, you know, you guys have got your point across, you can stop now. That's when you need to keep going. Uh because as soon as you give them an inch, they'll take a mile and we need to keep fighting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because like another fascist tactic and like The the individual people involved may or may not be, Mm. like, actually, quote-unquote, fascist, but the systemic approach of fascism is to get people to support fascist momentum while not cluing them in that that's what they are doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's how, like, alt-right people disguise things as, like you know, interested in, like, homesteading or, like, you know, traditional crafts and stuff.
1: Or how the Civil War was actually about states' rights. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's part of our history. That's why I have this fucking stupid flag. And it's like, The,
1: confe- nope. the Confederacy existed for, th- like, three years, three or four years.
0: And then everyone said, you're fucking stupid. <laughs>
1: The modern, the modern Confederate flag was not even used by the vast majority of Confederate soldiers. A lot of Confederates, the vast majority of Confederate statues were erected during the civil rights movement as a way to, uh, to stamp down authority on the people trying to revolt and trying to create change. It's a fucking smoke screen yeah and i genuinely believe that people are like that fully fully there is no hiding it anymore there is no anyone who is still involved and still actively supporting and still trying to maintain the status quo and trying to quote unquote go back to normal they are the enemy there is no excuse yeah there is no there is no way to not see what's happening so any choice to try and maintain that is a deliberate choice and they're not to be fucking trusted yeah truly what was normal what was normal about what was
0: happening we can't and shouldn't go back to that
1: we can't. We physically can't. It's There's absolutely no way to go back at this point. Like, like what? What? Do, no, legitimately, what are we going to do? Vote for Joe Biden? No. <sighs> I, again, I'm not like well-versed on American
0: politics. It sucks because like, I don't know, like, the intricacies of, like, what parties are up for grabs, but, like, I'm always up for, like, personally in Australia. Like, I am, I always vote for the Greens because I believe in caring about nature and gay things (laughs) and actually, like, you know, giving land back to Aboriginal people. So, like, you know.
1: That's, that's sort of the thing is that in other countries, uh, political parties typically have some sort of ideological structure to them. You'd hope. You'd hope. Not all of them, but a lot of them are just sort of clones of each other. Uh, political parties in other countries tend to, to, tr- like, actually have some sort of political ideology. Not that anything functionally changes in their government. I mean, god damn it, look at England. Ugh. Uh, the fact that England was like, oh yeah, we're, we're a, uh, we, aren't gonna have a monarchy anymore we're gonna have a, a more democratic system but also uh we gotta have a queen we just gotta have a queen
0: all parliaments are based on just the thinnest fucking veil of the queen returning to power yeah i hate it's even like oh she's just a figurehead i don't fucking care behead her who gives a shit she's a billion years old she sucks i don't care anymore and the way that like one of her sons was like fuck it i don't want to do this anymore because people were so racist to his wife that he was like i'm not gonna be a prince or i'm whatever duke lord bitch boy yeah i don't know who who cares he was like bye hey that's saying something that you give up a royal position because of how bad the racism was fuck the fuck the royal family first of all fuck Fuck the the royal family. family
1: Fuck the royal family. Ugh,
0: I hate the Commonwealth. I it makes me so angry. Why the fuck is anyone still part of the Commonwealth? <laughs> like, why don't we all just go? Hey, we have functioning parliaments and governments in place. Why can't we just fucking? Dispi-? Ugh, ugh. <laughs> so mad. So
1: mad. <laughs> why is Canada still fucking part of a Commonwealth? <laughs> no idea. It's wild. And this is this is what we were saying at the start. So much going on. There is there. There is so there are much layers going on. There are fucking layers. Guys. There's layers upon layers. And really, when you think about it, it's all Rome's fault. I mean, you can you can kind of uh, when you re- when it you back. really get down to it, it's really it really all goes back to Rome. Those fucking bastards. I mean, it all goes back to I don't know the Pope, <laughs> God, <laughs> I don't know. It, you're right. It does go back to God, but it is like but not that, like, but not all gods unilaterally. No, uh, the big bad one. There, there were, <laughs> there were a couple. There were a couple of religious sects mm-hmm. who decided that their god was the whitest and best god of them all. <sighs> Rough, but yeah. Like as soon Fuck as around. as soon as places
0: started to be like, I would love an empire. That's when we kind of went downhill, when it's like, oh, I'm just going to start conquering places and try to be as big as possible. Fuck Rome,
1: fuck the Pope. Because I have a tiny dick. (laughs) Fuck
0: the Pope. Fuck the Pope. I'm deciding. Fuck the Pope. My my friend Nathan uh, is working at a uh, technically Catholic school. Um, So, like, he gets, like, his funding from the Pope, and he was like, I don't know how the Pope feels about giving... A bisexual man, his money, but then like he also like, had a thing where he was like, "I could be the pope one day." <laughs> it was just like the dumbest
1: fucking thing. I j- oh my god, what a it's, man! A, it's wild. If you're the pope, you can just pope. do anything. If you're the pope, you can do anything, and no one is allowed to question you. Even more than the queen, I feel. Why the fuck do we have a pope? <laughs>
0: It doesn't what do shit. The, what is the point of the Pope? What the the Pope the, does nothing. The book hasn't fuck changed in a hot minute. And there are some things that Catholics need to do
1: about what's happening. I don't even, I don't even think that Catholics, on average, listen to what the Pope is saying.
0: Yeah, because so many Catholics are just
1: doing it out of obligation. But I feel like the majority of Catholics don't give a shit what the Pope says. No. That's kind of modern
0: religion in a nutshell. <laughs> it's like who cares? It's about We've really we've
1: really gone off. I this know, episode. I know, I know. Okay. We're we're, we're the, When I when uh, you when said we we're Rome, talking about <laughs> When when we were saying that this was going to be like a, a more of a classic Art Ghost episode, it didn't occur to me that that would mean recording for two hours. We haven't been record. We've been talking for two hours. We haven't been recording for two hours. No, I'm looking at it. We've been recording for two we've hours. Been recording for two hours. We we gotta go. <laughs> so let's t- uh do you
0: wanna, do we want to talk about some actionable similar things for people? Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. Um. Uh so uh we sort of went off the rails talking but about the pope. the pope. But the fuck the pope. The pope doesn't need anybody's True. attention. <laughs> for once, for once the pope doesn't need attention. Seriously. seriously. <laughs> we like like it's so it's so frankly baffling to me of like if we as a people just decided <laughs> fuck this then it wouldn't exist
0: anymore all of politics and like, like. laws in place are, is just reliant on the fact that we'll just go with it and we don't have to go with it guys
1: we can yeah. just we don't we don't have to go with it we if can if enough
0: of us say no they can't do it or we'll kick their ass yeah anyway. <laughs> i'm
1: going full a bug's life <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh I don't after the edit this this episode is still gonna be like an hour and a half. It's you love it. You guys love us. It's hey you know what? Art Ghost Classic. Art Ghost Classic. <laughs> Two
0: hours that you have to break up over four days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christus. Hey, okay. Um so uh, uh first off uh, uh there are um two cards to go to uh that's uh, c-a-r-r-d which is a is a website uh where you can you can post up a bunch of links for all sorts of stuff there are two that are uh uh important to look at there well there are loads that are important to look at um but specifically relating to the black lives matter movement uh, there's BlackLivesMatter.card.co. That's uh, BlackLivesMatter.card.co. And then uh, maybe a little bit confusingly, but also helpfully, if you misspell it, there's also BlackLivesMatters.card.co, which is a is different one that has different links. It's the same 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 URL. Just add an S to the end of Black Lives Matter. It's matters on Black Lives, not the state of mattering yes exactly the second one is is uh, a little bit uh, more comprehensive and is more regularly updated so it might be the one that you uh, go to uh, specifically uh, i want to there are of course um several bail funds to uh, donate to funds to uh, get protesters gas masks there are uh, fun, uh, ways to fund protesters all over the world because the protests mm-hmm. are happening all over the world. Uh, I want to, uh, specifically, uh, talk about, uh, this isn't, uh, specifically, uh, talking about the protests, but also, uh, Black Lives Matter as a movement is not just about protests. It's also about, um, wide systemic change and, uh, supporting people who, uh, are, uh, do not receive support um Mm. just sort of generally i want to talk about the homeless black trans women fund which is a uh fund created um uh by uh black trans women living in atlanta uh the the fund uh is really like focused on giving uh housing and uh support to uh black trans people who are genuinely the most affected by police brutality and uh, systemic violence just in general, but also are just normal swell people who really need support. Uh, I would definitely emphasize uh, supporting local charities um, uh, charities that are, are local to you because this is really it's a it's a community-led movement um, uh, despite what uh, the, Government is really trying to push. Uh, Antifa isn't a centralized organization. It is... That is an ideology. It's an ideology, <laughs> Not- which is literally just, hey, fas- fascists suck shit. Yeah. And that's the end of the ideology. Like, Yeah, that's it. You know, people are organizing in different ways uh, in, in different uh, places around the world and across the country because um, mm-hmm. uh, the uh what is required is different depending on where you're at yeah um so yeah definitely uh i would i would definitely emphasize supporting local um uh but also there are uh lots of places that you can go to uh to support people across the country and around the world
0: yeah and in terms of uh, being uh, local uh, if you are intending on going to any local protests and stuff you know make sure you look into who organized uh, the protests because there have been some instances of people with less than good intentions or even good intentions but just shouldn't be the people organizing it organizing different protests Um, for me like there is a a Tasmanian Aboriginal society that organized protests and uh, they will often have guidelines like for us It was like, like politely, like don't go to where the actual protest is happening. But if you would like to form a wall around it and be around the area, that would be great just to show support. So just like little things like that is like good to stay conscious of if you are intending on going uh, to do protests.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's, this is like, it's, it's not, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, but Mm -hmm. also it's a marathon that's picking up speed very quickly. Yes. It's a very intense marathon. (laughs) It's a very intense marathon so uh really like this is it's truly about dismantling the layers and there is like there is kind of an order that you have to go to to like fully be able to dismantle again in terms of just in terms of just america 400 plus years of damage yeah a lot of like reclamation projects
0: like uh, anti-gentrification projects like very important to like yeah. we, we yeah. need to take down the system not just like the people working within the system
1: yeah and honestly the leaders of the movement and like it's probably going to change over the course of the next like yeah. while like yeah this is it's not it's not just a couple of weeks it's like you know months maybe years yeah of of continued movement mm-hmm. so um so, yeah, just, just keep, keep sharp. Keep sharp Keep sharp. There.
0: Don't forget. Um, I have some yeah. uh, uh, little sort of music things, music-related uh, ways to donate. Sure. It would be great. Go for it. Music podcast. Music-related. Fantastic. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is dry. <laughs> you're valid thank you <laughs> you are valid okay um so there are a couple different artists uh that have said like they're donating uh streams for particular songs uh hosier's jackboot jump which is a protest song donating uh black lives matter in perpetuity and to the and double acp uh there's also a couple different stream videos uh like stream to donate uh from revive music all of the donations for that go to black lives matter uh and then uh watch to donate uh from i think chef's Studio is going to Black Lives Matter, the Stephen Lawrence Trust, and Black Visions Collective. Uh, And that's just like for people who may feel like they either can't go to protests, or there aren't any protests happening, or they don't have the money to necessarily donate. Great way to do it. You get to listen to some great tunes or, like, watch something nice and be able to donate with the ad revenue. Um, and if you have a little bit of uh, money to spare, uh, this is going to go up afterwards, but it is still relevant because Bandcamp, uh, for all of their sales on the 19th of June, which is unfortunately, like... Again, the episode's going up after this. But in perpetuity for every uh, June following this, uh, all of the uh, Midnight to Midnight Pacific time uh, share of their sales goes to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, Um, including, uh, like, so when you buy an album from an artist, it will go to that, Uh, including fucking Bjork. (laughs) So if you want some fucking Bjork, Bjork Bjork
1: just put all of her music on Bandcamp specifically to participate in this all proceeds
0: yeah all proceeds go to black lives matter uk what a fucking legend (laughs) go get some bjork (laughs) go get your bjork (laughs) get some bjork in ya let's do a bjork episode uh but even stuff like uh record labels like blight records um i think uh father daughter records is what they're called or like daddy daughter or something and like there's like there's a whole list of like what's happening and i believe throughout like the next few weeks they'll be doing more of these uh, and also for like COVID-19 really funds, but like, they've just been doing a lot of really great stuff lately. Um, So go check it out. If you feel like, you know, buying a digital album, great way to, you know, kill two birds with one stone.
1: Great way to do it. Hell yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, I, I think, I think that's it. I think that's the episode. I think that's the two hour episode. It has to be. It has to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, hey, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Um, classic. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to do the couple of, uh, of, uh, regular plugs here just to thank, uh, Joy at Marble Cantus for, uh, recording our intro, uh, that you hear in the, the start of the episode. Uh, and, uh, thanks to Lunar Light Studio for hosting this podcast. Um, there are lots of great podcasts on Lunar Light Studio, uh but uh you can you can check those out at any time, I'm sure. Um and yeah, uh thank you, thank you so much. Um we haven't really decided what we're doing for our next episode, but it's probably going to be something more similar to what we usually do. We haven't
0: discussed this. You'll have to tune in
1: <laughs> to see what we do. Yeah, I mean, we look, look, here's a little secret. We recorded a whole episode 69, and then the protest started happening like before we released it. And I was just like, look, look, let's put a pin in 69. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, the episode is full, like maybe it'll go out at some point, but, um, but, uh, but, uh, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. there was something I was going to say. Oh, just that—just that our our order of like <clears throat> who's going when, <laughs> uh, and what what the themes are, and blah blah like that. That sort of got derailed a little bit. We'll get back on track. You guys don't need to hear that. We'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Hey guys, Black Lives Matter, and please keep fighting the good fight. We can fucking do this, and it's crazy that we can do this, and it's fantastic that we can do this.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: God. All right. Well, (laughs) bye. See you guys next time. (laughs) Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you.